friends, welcome to the podcast, the Reverence Podcast, where we talk about God, His Word, and everything Christian. My name is Vanessa, and I'm your host and the author of the Reverence blog. If you wish to visit the blog for more podcasts and articles, please go to www.reverence.co.zw. to this special edition the story time edition where i talk about my own experience and what i've gone through and yeah things that i've learned you know and like i said in my first story time edition where i talked about how i met god and how my spiritual life has been so far i'm just talking about me guys this is just me if you're going to be inspired by it thank god for that but i'm not going to be saying this is how someone is supposed to live you know this is just my life and what i've gone through and what i've learned and yeah if you're going to be inspired like i said that is that is the bonus point to it and and yeah today i'm going to be talking about church hopping my experience church hopping you know (laughs) and yeah a lot of people say that church hopping is like when you move from one church to the next without really committing to a specific church or maybe you're that person who goes to several churches you know like this sunday you're this church the next sunday at that church and all that jazz and a lot of people a lot of christians especially the older generation they are definitely against that and I had one preacher at one time, he just went on to an extreme end and he called it a sin. He said that it's like committing adultery because you're like moving from one husband to the next. And I don't know, I don't know, what do you think guys? For me, I do not agree with that extreme end. Of course, it does have a lot of disadvantages, but I, I don't know if I can call it a sin. Can you really call it a sin? Um, you let me know when you comment on this episode so i asked this question of, about church hopping the pros and cons of church hopping if they are if you think they are on my socials on instagram and on whatsapp and i received some very interesting responses so thank you to everyone who responded thank you so much some people even came in through with their audios thank you Novo, for your audio it was nice listening to it and what you have gone through as well with your own experience with church hopping so from the feedback that i got i learned that there are many reasons why people do that you know why people move from one church to the next and stuff well one of those reasons is that maybe someone is in the process of looking for their home yeah you're looking for a church that really understands your values and the things that you believe in from the bible's perspective maybe you're looking for a doctrine that goes hand in hand with what you believe or sometimes you're just looking for the correct vibe <clears throat> maybe you want some cool music maybe you want some fun activities maybe where you're coming from things are a bit dull you know some people do that and they're looking for this really vibrant church where they can attend and some people do that for personal grievances as i find you know as i found from the responses where you will be thinking ah oh, these people don't really care enough for me when i was sick they didn't come when my husband died they were not there for me so someone is bound to to move from that church and look for another church where they feel more loved you know 
I actually knew a girl in uh, university. She actually went to another church, you know, and you wouldn't even expect it to have moved to that church. But her main reason was I didn't feel loved where I was. People were not that welcoming, but I felt love in this other church, you know, and I understand that. I get that. And uh, for me, for me, I was a church hopper for the longest time, for as long as I remember. And it's only now that I got to settle into a specific church because I got married. But uh, before that, I went to a lot of different churches, you know, and the reason behind that was it was by default um like i said i lost my parents when i was really young so my relatives they were so loving all of them they just wanted to play a part in my life so i found that i i started living with a lot of my relatives at the same time so it's like one week at this place the next week at there i lived with my grandmother my aunts from my mom's side my aunts from my dad's side and everyone was just you know, willing to take me in so because of that i attended the churches they were attending you know if i'm at my grandmother's i'm going to her church and stuff like that so i found that i went to a lot of churches almost at the same time and yeah it was it was quite an experience the disadvantages of that, I can say I find it even now that I'm settled into a specific church. The disadvantages, commitment level is really, really low, you know. And a lot of people say that about church hopping that, you know, when you're a church hopper like that, you don't have a certain level of commitment. Some may even say you're selfish with your gifts because you're not going to give yourself um, to your local church. And it's something that I that I find find in myself. I'm not even proud of it. I'm actually working through that because my commitment level is really low. I was so used to just going to church. You sit in there and you hear the word, you do the worship and you're out. I wasn't committed to friendships. I wasn't committed to serving. I never attended uh, many youth services or even went out for camping and all that stuff. To really say I... I created meaningful and deep relationships i never did that because i'll be thinking oh, next week i won't be here so why not why should i do that so i found that i never really made friends from church and the worst part is i never learned how to serve in a church you know to get in those departments to be an usher to be a what what i i never got to do that and it's something that i find really hard now that i'm grown because you'd be thinking i was okay back then so now there's no motivation for me really but something that i'm working on i'm working on it and may god please help me you know <laughs> but if someone is to ask me if i can take that back if i could turn back the hands of time would i still go through that would i still attend many churches at the same time definitely definitely i would I thank God for that path because I think it was specifically meant for me, you know. And I learned so much through that whole experience. And I see that there are things that I now understand that I find that people who were in one church all the time, they don't really get to understand the dynamics and 
the mysteries that come with you know many churches but i found that i got to understand those things um because of attending several churches at the same time and i think god gave me that path because generally i'm not a negative person when i see things um for example when i look at these churches i rarely look at the negatives you know but mostly i'm more about picking um i'm more about picking the positives and going on with that rather than rather than saying oh this church is terrible because of that that i'm mostly about oh this church is nice because of this this and that and the truth is a lot of churches have got those things you know they've got advantages and disadvantages and if you're someone who grew up in a specific church chances are you're not gonna see the downside of your church because to you it's the be all and end all of christianity you're not gonna understand it when someone says but can you look at things from this angle because in your church maybe you were told this is very very evil you know and i found that when i was going to let's say you in this particular church this sunday the preacher will be like we are the only church that is god everyone else is talking nonsense you know and the next sunday you're at another church where they're like we are the only church that is spirit filled and it got me to a place where i started you know it didn't discourage me but it actually challenged me to look into things more deeper to say why is it these people are all claiming to be the only church that is right and i got to a conclusion that um all churches i think to a certain extent they are spirit filled and to a certain extent they are also man-made because when you're creating a church or a denomination you have to create a structure so the problem with structures is that they are rigid they are not flexible but you want order so order for us as mankind is structure you know we don't we are not flexible like that if something has to have order it has to be rigid and because of that you find that combination of god is there but god is also booted out because you want things to make sense it's the same way with uh, how the israelites ended up getting a king they wanted a structure they wanted order because judges were there and they were very flexible you know but they wanted to be like other kingdoms they wanted to have order so god in as much as he was very disappointed in that he was also in it because it wasn't really his um, original plan and i think it's the same with our denominations it's not like he really wants us to be different and separate like that but he's also working through that you know he's also ordaining kings he's also ordaining ministers he's also in it but at the same time the human element is also in it so that is what i learned from attending a lot of churches and i learned not to discriminate but to also listen to what you know with an open mind but also a discerning spirit you should have like an open mind and a discerning spirit to say this could be true but you are also discerning and going back to your scriptures to find to what extent can i take this information in you understand and i got to 
to do that with attending a lot of churches because I actually found that you know by attending a lot of um, listening to a lot of sermon from different people some people actually lie on the pulpit but because you've grown in that church you have trusted the system so much chances are low that you're going to question it chances are low that you're going to research on it because you are trusting the men on the pulpit so you are not probably not going to go back to the scripture to find out if what they're saying is true but it's something that i learned by attending so many different churches because now i had that i was on on an alert to say is this true what this person is saying because it was challenged in another church you know if someone says this and then you go to the other church and it's challenged and then you are now in the middle most people when they're in the middle they get confused and fall away but for me when i got in the middle it actually challenged me to say what does the bible say and i went back to read the bible for myself and i started um creating a relationship with god for myself and it's not it wasn't based on what this man is saying you know it wasn't based on this pastor wants me to you know a lot of people get calls from the pastor to say now you're supposed to fast for three days and three nights for this thing to come to fruition you have a guideline you have a guidance to say if you want this project to succeed you should do this but for me it was it wasn't from men (laughs) it was i think a push from the holy spirit say if you want to do this do that and i thank god for that experience like i said it's something that i will not i will never ever regret so i like i learned that i should read the bible for myself and that i should create a relationship with god for myself and i also learned um to manage the paradoxes of scripture and the paradoxes of life itself because the bible is full of paradoxes (laughs) it is and the reason why people think that the bible contradicts itself is because they haven't learned how to manage the paradoxes or to take them in to say yeah god is a paradox in himself and the example that i usually like to use when i explain the paradox of god is just the simplest that jesus is the lion and the lamb when john was in heaven um it was proclaimed look there is the lion of the tribe of judah and he looked probably was expecting to see this lion but he saw a lamb but it doesn't mean those guys were wrong they were correct because god jesus sorry jesus is the lion and the lamb at the same time but with our churches and our denominations we find that they can be a bit one-dimensional and i don't blame them because it is hard to explain a paradox to someone you can only understand the paradox when it comes by revelation and revelation comes from god and the thing is with revelation it's so hard to put in words words will limit the understanding that you have and if you are to say to someone it would definitely not make sense but it's something that comes from a place where you are in god and god just reveals something to you and it actually just makes sense but on the pulpit um i think people find it hard now to 
explain it even if you might understand it in your head like i'm trying to do right now i'm trying to explain it but in my head i understand it but to say it out loud it's very difficult because i think words are just limiting like that so like i'm saying god is the line and the lamp but the church is not getting a position where they have to decide whether jesus for them is the lion or the lamp and some will say no jesus is a lion because he's a king he's a king of the jungle and and he makes judgments and he is powerful but other people will be like but jesus is a lamb he's so meek and sweet and loving you know he's forgiving of all your sins you can do whatever you want you can just you know and god is always and jesus is always there because it's the lamb is sacrificed but jesus is the lion and the lamb at the same time is a judge and is full of mercy at the same time he he is a god of justice and is a god of mercy even though he would prefer to be merciful than than to um to pause in judgment but he will pause in judgment when the time is right so you you should learn to manage that paradox and to understand that paradox about jesus that he is the lion and the lamb he came as the prince of peace you know he came in he's actually named the prince of peace but at one point he was saying i did not come for peace i came for war so those things might be really hard to understand if you are only looking at a man to to explain those things to you but if you are looking at god to say god teach me the these things it is easier to understand that paradox you know and i find that a lot of people now go on to extreme ends because maybe you don't understand it when jesus says i didn't come for peace i came for war and most preachers would just hold on to that but when you're now looking at the word it doesn't make sense to you and you know it just it just gets very confusing but going to many churches, like I said, helped me to understand those paradoxes because one church would be telling me that God is so gracious, you can do everything you want and not and not face any consequences. And the other church would be telling you, if you do the slightest mistake, if you are fasting and you put sugar on your on your tongue, you are dead. It's a sin. So yeah, I learned to get into a balance of those extremes. But the problem with those extremes now is that people in churches are now getting manipulated. Because like I said, in as much as a man is spirit-filled, there is always that human element. And when a human element comes in, it's, it seeks to manipulate, you know, it seeks to manipulate. And the word of God has been used for manipulation for the longest time. People were colonized using the Bible. And it's not because the Bible is bad, but it's because that human element is kicking in to manipulate. So it's something that people should be very aware of. And it's something that I also learned for myself to say, mm, okay, this man is a man of God. He's powerful and everything. But now I think I'm being manipulated, you know. And I actually have a story to tell. Probably I'll talk about it in detail. I actually got... Um, excommunicated from a particular church because i decided i wanted to be with someone who's not from that church my husband and yeah it was a really big thing and i was cursed you know i was told you're gonna die 
end you're gonna go to hell you're not gonna go anywhere but you can imagine for someone who grew up in that church that would definitely mean a death sentence for them but for me because i was also attending a church that taught me about the grace of god more than the wrath of god it got me to question and say but is god really like that and also the fact that my family isn't like this one church family i've got other members who'll be going to another church they got they came to me and and decided to tell me a different angle of god say but god is merciful god is saying here ask for anything you know and i i got out of that place where i was being manipulated to say if you don't marry this man you are a sinner if you're choosing to be with this other guy you're a sinner you know so i thank god for that because when i look back even those people um even my family members who were against me being with my husband they now look back and they say wow that was pretty much the best decision you've ever made because imagine if you had gotten married to that other dude from church where would your life be right now so i see god in that and i think god rescued me from manipulation by the fact that i was going to different churches who were telling me and teaching me about the different angles of god because heaven is like that like i was saying we are so one-dimensional on this earth very one-dimensional but heaven is weird (gasps) a lot of people don't like revelations because it is weird and i think that's what heaven is like it's weird you've got this creature who's got four faces he has four faces the other face is a man the other face is an ox the other one is a lion you know so from the person who's looking at this man from this angle you say that man is that creature is a man because you can see the face of a man but someone else is looking at the other angle saying no he's an ox can't you see the face of the ox and they start fighting over that to say no he's an ox no he's a man but he's that creature is truly everything all of the above and it's hard for us to to take in because we are so one-dimensional we can't we can't accept that a creature can have four faces we can't accept that um the lamp has got seven heads or seven sets of eyes it's weird (laughs) it is really weird but that's heaven for you and my prayer is that people will of course i'm not gonna say go and church hop and stuff because church hopping is very dangerous as well like besides that issue of commitment someone actually said you could join a cult imagine just because you're just going everywhere what will happen to you if you end up joining a cult and you don't know it because you're just going to some unverified church because you're on a church hopping spree so it's very dangerous if if you are going to go around churches i would suggest that you do it for the right reasons do it to know god but not just knowing god through someone know god from your own personal room from your own closet know god by reading your own bible for yourself and i'm doing that i'm doing this this exercise where i'm reading the bible now when i look at a chapter i just read the whole of it to just catch the momentum of the writer and not just the verses because sometimes verses can be used out of context but if you are to read the 
the book like we have for example you're going to read um ephesians read it from the beginning to the end probably in one go so you just get that momentum you are also you know you are also doing it for yourself to really understand to study the word not just reading the verses for affirmations read the word to study the bible to study the word i mean pray to know god not just to get something out pray to know god for yourself before you start church hopping and you know trying to find a vibe god is going to lead you to the right place at the right time so without saying so much and going back to the same points i'm just going to run down the churches that i went to and i'm not saying these are the only good churches in the world please don't and i'm also you know i'm going to be giving um the lessons that i learned from all these churches and i'm not saying if i say this church taught me the word i'm not saying they're not good at worship but i'm just saying this is what the major highlight that i got from this church so i grew we grew up in the afm when we were very young my grandmother used to go to afm and there i learned that's where i got to know god for the first time you know bible's Sunday school sorry memorizing bible verses and it sparked an interest in me you know to know god and to sing those really nice hymns that had so much sense <laughs> yeah they were so deep and i loved them and i sing to them even now even now when i'm at this age i sing afm hymns because they were so deep to me like that but i was too young to learn a lot and then we went on to end time message. Well, end time is God. You know, a lot of people are against it in some ways. But what I learned from end time was the word of God. Those people are so in love with the word of God. And they taught me how to read the Bible without, you know, peeking and saying, Oh, I don't like this verse. I don't, I don't understand this book, so I'm going to leave it. They read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and everything was taught, you know, they were not peak pointing and stuff like that. So my hunger for the word of God grew more by, by the lessons I learned from end time. And I thank God extremely for that. I do, I do, you know. And then almost at the same time when I was going to end time, I was going to Celebration Church as well. And Celebration Church, it's really nice. But what I really learned that I, I didn't learn from anywhere else was worship. Mm. Mm -mm. I learned how to worship God. Pastor Bonnie taught me how to worship God. Not just to sing songs, but to give your all to god everything and she used to just say those words love the lord with all your heart with all your might so when you're worshiping god use your might use your strength and i learned that through her and i really do thank god for that and then at the same time i was going to salvation army my aunt goes to salvation army and at salvation army i learned about order and commitment and excellence you know the way they just love their uniforms it's so neat and they told me that you know to be with god you also need to put in your effort to look neat to look orderly and it's not just something that manifests in the physical but it also manifests in your spiritual life as well and then at the same time i was going to a catholic school and most of the time i actually spent at a catholic school because imagine six years three months in a term you were at catholic school and 
almost every day you're going for prayers. So Catholic, um, the Roman Catholic taught me to create in me um, a culture of prayer. Because you are in there. Well, sometimes, of course, I don't really agree with praying to the saints. But because I was in there in a place of worship, this is a time that has been given to me. You know, an opportunity to be in the presence of God. Why not use it for prayer? So I learned how to pray. I learned the culture of praying. And most of the time I spent praying because I was in a Catholic environment where you have prayers from Monday to Sunday. And I thank God for that. And the songs, you, I love the songs. I love the songs. Besides the prayers to the saints, I love their songs because they are so Bible-based. And you actually learn about the bible through their songs in a very fun way and i really enjoyed it i enjoyed it so much i would never lie and i also went to when i was in college i was living with my other grandparents in blaweo we went to a church called full gospel i think full gospel church and it was an amazing time for the first time for the first time that was the only church that i served for the first time i served in a church it was a small community but there was so much love in that church i learned to fellowship for the first time too bad it was just short-lived because it was like a year i only went there for a year but in that year i grew so much you know because there was so much love and the pastor there, Pastor Granger, he would just hug you in that fatherly manner and you just feel the love. And I also went for youth services. I I also sang in the praise and worship. I learned a lot from that church. It was just so bad. That was so short-lived. But I enjoyed it so very much. And I learned, yeah, I grew from that church. I also went to, when I was in college, I was also now going to Zayoja because my husband was born in Zayoja and now that's the church that I'm going into that I'm going to <laughs> sorry the English but there I learned something that I hadn't learned in all the other churches I learned about fasting because <laughs> the other churches they really didn't emphasize much on fasting they were just like do your thing but in Zayoja you learn how to fast and you learn how to give they train you it's more like a training and you 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 train yourself to give to god you train yourself to fast and it's something that i really learned by going to zayoja and i thank god for that so as you can see i learned a lot of things from different churches i got to pick up the positive of course there were negatives in some you know but i picked up the positives and i grew in all those aspects that i believe a, a, a christian should just you should learn how to worship you should learn how to read the word of god you should learn how to have order learn how to pray learn how to fast and give and i learned it all from different people from different churches and i thank god for that so that is my church hopping experience please tell me yours how was it like and we can share on this podcast do not forget to comment to share and to subscribe please tune in for more podcasts and till next time i love you guys so take care